Hey up, this is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. Hey up indeed, hey up indeed, Danny, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm good, mate, how about you? I'm not too bad, I just want to mention, happy Valentine's Day to my to my, my love, Danny, of you. Well, I've, I've got a Valentine's message myself that I'm going to put out there to Do Helen. You, Helen, of course. Happy Valentine's Day, you thought it was going to be about you, didn't no, you? I was hoping it was going to be about me. <laughs> Helen, happy Valentine's Day from Danny, I know you're each other's number one fan these days, I, f- I thought it was me, Helen, but... Danny's come on the scene and, well, you've taken over, haven't you? I'd, I'd, well, happy Valentine's Day to everybody that's listening. I, to be honest with you, I couldn't think of a better place to be right now. No, I'd agree. Yeah. Then at Dewsbury Hospital presenting the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. It's not all balls. Sometimes it's roses on, the, on a day like today. But there weren't that many roses handed out to sporting fans, was there this this past week, Danny? Not really. Should no. we go through scores? Yeah. We start well for this field. 2-0, they beat QPR last weekend. And then during the week, they got hammered by Cardiff at home, 3-0. Leeds, they lost to Nottingham Forest 2-0 away. And then they drew to Brentford away, one all during the week. Bradford, they drew to Greensby at home. And then had a 3-1 victory against Stevenage at home. Halifax... They lost to Halliwell Town in the FA Trophy at home. That was 1-0. Brighouse won at Pontefract Collieries away, 1-0. Sedge drew one all at home against AFC Mansfield, but then their game midweek against Peniston Church in the League Cup was postponed. Heartbreak for Fornal Trojans last weekend in the Challenge Cup. They lost out to Doncaster in the dying minutes, 24-20. They was leading all the way through to the final few minutes and that was massively disappointing for the Fornal Trojans. Saw it on social media quite a lot, that Fornal. They were the side that really should have gone through, including a few Doncaster players. Coaches mentioning that as well. Uh, Witness, they beat Batley 32-12. Obviously, that game was on because it's a 4G pitch over at Witness. Whereas York versus the Bradford Bulls, that was postponed. As well as Swinton versus the Dewsbury Rams, that was postponed as well. But there is another result that we want to try and keep you in date with. West Wales Raiders and Underbank Rangers. Underbank Rangers are from Home Firth. Underbank Rangers beat the West Royal Raiders 30 points to 8, which means they're in their fourth round of the Challenge Cup in their 136-year history. And by the way, Danny, West Wales are uh, currently a professional side. They play in a professional league. Underbank play in um, a county league. Wow. And, and they've beat them. So that's amazing news. And after that, they've been rewarded massively. They have a way tie now. It's going to be at the Tetley Stadium. They're going to be playing the Bradford Bulls in the fourth round of the Challenge Cup, which is going to be covered by HWD Hospital Radio, including myself and probably Danny, <laughs> and the BBC, which is huge from. Not only that, Danny, today it's also been announced that they have been invited to an extra trophy, which is actually mainly just for the professional clubs. I think it's the... I can't remember the, the exact date. It's the 1883 or 85 Cup. And basically, if they do well in that, they go to Wembley. 
But Underbank uh, put out a statement that I don't know why they've been invited to it because they're going to get to the Challenge Cup final anyway. So <laughs> it's going to be tough on the RFL when they get to both finals. Brilliant great, uh, bit of banter from from Underbank, but what an achievement for them. Um, I know the home for not necessarily in, in heavy wool and district area, but it's worth a mention, isn't it, Danny? Yeah, it, it's close enough to, to bring that achievement to uh, to everybody everybody's knowledge. Because it, it's just a fantastic achievement. Last week in the darts, Lisa Ashton made her debut on the Pro Tour. It wasn't a debut to remember on the first day she lost in the first round, unfortunately. And on the second day, she won a first round game, but then lost out in the second but it's a good start from her and you know she can only improve the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio in the Formula 1 the Chinese Grand Prix has now been postponed due to the coronavirus outbreak uh, it was due on the 19th of April but new dates are to be discussed also in the Formula 1 quite a few of the, the cars have been released on social media and such so have a look at them there's some uh, some pretty good looking cars for the uh, for the 2020 season have they all got four wheels and one driving seat? They do indeed. There's, there's not been uh, so they weren't that much different to each other. Th- there's not been a massive overhaul, but some of the uh, some of the the, the livery on the cars yeah. has, has changed. And which uh, driver was it? One of them said they asked him about what the Ferrari car looks like this this year, and I think he said, "Oh, it looks a bit more red." Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember actually. I do remember reading that. But was it Vettel or something the, like that? <laughs> it might be, but the, the Ferrari, the Ferrari cars don't seem to change that much over the year. They just get a bit more red, apparently. <laughs> I don't even think they do that because there is a, like a, a Ferrari red. Oh, of course, the, a Ferrari. So red. it's. But uh, Danny, just on this coronavirus thing and and that the fact they've had to cancel the the tour there. What can that do to the whole season? Um, I, I don't think it's going to do too much damage because like later on in the season, they, they generally do uh, it, uh, races in and around Asia at the beginning and then they go back for like the the, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix at the, uh, at the end of the season and there are two-week breaks sometimes so they might be able to slip it in Squeeze at the end of the there. season. Uh, and there's also a Vietnam Grand Prix uh, as well at some point so they could always tie it up with that depending on uh, on the date that they've got so yeah there's, right. uh, there's no fear the Chinese Grand Prix they are expecting it to go ahead at some point this so season they're, they're, so they're still expecting it oh definitely yeah I, I don't think they'd want to uh, want to miss it out because it has become a, a part of the, the Formula 1 is that quite a big day for them or weekend for them the Chinese Grand Prix then uh, it's it's just it it's part, it's it's part, part of, it. of it because it has been for for so many seasons since I started watching Formula One. There's been there's been a Chinese Grand Prix, so it is a it's big. It's in there. It's it's a solid solid race as well. We have been watching it for a good year now, aren't you? So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <I've>, joking. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't need to. Uh... <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on to tennis. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I don't like where you're going. Um, <laughs> so we've got Dan Evans. He has reached the quarterfinals in Rotterdam. Um, I believe he is playing at, at some point today. I think he's, he's currently waiting to go onto the uh, onto the court. Kyle Edmund is also in the quarterfinals, but of the New York Open. Unfortunately, Cam Norrie uh, didn't quite make it. He, he lost out. Uh, in the round of 16 uh, Joanna Conter she also lost in the round of 16 in the uh, St. Petersburg's tr- uh, St. Petersburg Trophy uh, and the women's 
Great Britain Fed Cup team lost to Slovakia last weekend in Bratislava. So unfortunately, they won't make the uh, the finals this year. Well, what a shame that is. I know. Shall we give you an update on the cricket? Because there's some 2020 going on uh, action between England and South Africa. So England have set 204 uh, for seven. Um, Africa, South Africa, sorry, are currently on 145 for three. They need 60 runs from five overs. I just want to mention Moen Ali. I watched this earlier. He hit a wonderful 39 off 11 balls. He was absolutely fantastic. He was brilliant. But then uh, Quinton de Kock had to come on, and wow, he hit Danny. 65 runs of 22 balls. He smashed a record of 17 balls to get a 50, which is absolutely incredible. So it's still in the balance there. We'll give you an update when we can. We'll let you know what the final score is in that. But it is pretty tight at the minute. Only 60 runs in, what's that, 30 balls? So two runs a ball. It's very doable for South Africa. Let's hope England's uh, attack on the ball and is is good enough to stop them. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. So there's been some news coming out of Huddersfield Town this week, Danny. David Webb is going to leave at the end of the season and leave his head of football development role there. And it's going to go to Lee Bromley. Just a, another mention, David Webb followed me on Twitter today. Ooh. It must have been the tweet I put out. If you want to see it, I won't mention it on air, but it's, uh, if you follow me at, at Kane Hall, um, it's a very good tweet about Huddersfield Town and Christopher Schindler. <laughs> I'd, I'd advise to go uh, look at that tweet after 9pm. Um, so... I'm a bit confused with that one because he seemed to have done a really good job since his coming of David Webb. Some of the uh, signings that have been brought in, it's obviously due to him as well, mm. not just the uh, the brothers in charge or the chairman. He's down to this. Um, so it's a strange one for me that he's going to be leaving. Yeah, it does seem does seem a bit bizarre because I don't think there's been, or at least I've not heard anything going on sort of like behind the scenes for... It was a shock any, to me. ...any sort of disruption um, for him to uh, to want to leave and... Huddersfield Town, they are in a bit of bit of transition at the moment, but you'd think that he'd wanna he'd wanna stick through that, especially with the input that he's had in the in the club over the years. Yeah, he just seems to have been doing really well since he's coming. I've I've liked him. He seemed keen. He seemed as if he wanted to be at the club and wanted to do well. Um, Lee Bromby's going to be taking over. I'm not too sure what to what to make of this, Danny. Are you? I, I don't really know what to expect. To be fair. Um, I don't know if he's has he even done like something like this before. He's or? never done this sort of role. He's currently um, one of the heads in the academy. Mm. He's been doing a good job there. I'd expect him now to be shadowing David Webb. Um, obviously, Lee Bromby's a local lad. He's from Liversage. He used to play for Liversage. Um, but it's just a strange one, in my opinion. You never know. It could be a stroke of genius. Mm. It could be an absolute stroke of genius. But, Huddersfield Town, from recent conversations I've had with people, obviously the, the weird budget is still not what we would all expect it to be on the on an outside. It's one of the lowest in the championship. Let's not forget that. Mm. It could be another sort of thing. To, well, hold on, Lee Bromby's never done this role. We can keep his wage budget down. Mm. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe going for for sort of like a cheaper option than than somebody that's that's gonna get in there and and sort it out. Yeah, so I'm I'm really gonna be interested to see how that one goes. I'm not too sure. A lot of fans have been they've been confused about David Webb leaving Huddersfield as well. 
Um, they've been grateful for what he's done for the club and uh, I'd agree any town fan should be because I think he's done a good job of that. Um, and as we're talking about wage budgets and possibly changing to Lee Bromby to keep that down, we're going to cross to Derby whose wage budget has obviously gone through the roof with signing Wayne Rooney who potentially is going to be playing against Huddersfield Town tomorrow at the Derby County, the county ground. Yeah. Definitely. So it must uh, must have cost a pretty penny to uh, to get him. Well, the, way get him there. the talks was that because he's classed as a player coach, his wage is different to all the other players. Mm. So fits in within the financial fair play as well as uh, Thirty Two Red, the sponsor oh. of Derby County, paying some of his wages as well. Yeah, I remember that being a little bit of a dodgy issue. Very uh, dodgy issue. Taking the the number thirty two. Apparently, it meant something to to Mr. Rooney, or at least that was uh, that was around the time that this was all brought out. But I can't see it because I'm pretty sure he wanted that number ten again. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, strange one, isn't it? Um, But Huddersfield Town recently, Danny two nil against QPR, good result. Um, Yeah, definitely so. I, you know, I said didn't I last week that QPR out the side that has been made out to be an Huddersfield should get three points there yeah. um, which they did um, but to lose against Cardiff like they did during the week yeah that that, that was uh, that was very embarrassing um, for the Huddersfield lads uh, I think when you sort of look at the game they, they just couldn't do anything in the final third could Huddersfield Town they were too Cardiff were just too strong too physical came they, to bully didn't they yeah, I said that effectively, yeah, and and there were just there were no way that anybody were either getting through the crosses that were coming in. I don't think they were even a Huddersfield Town fan, uh, Town player, anywhere near. So no, no, they weren't. And um, I did say that Cardiff were going to come up and be a physical side because they've got that in there. Um, when Danny, I'm sure you listened during the week because I was in covering sports time for Mike Island. And I made comments about the starting lineup and the the front the front three, if I can get my <laughs> T's and F's out there, um, was Mounier in the middle, mm-hmm. Bakuna left, and Kachunga right. Yeah, is that a recipe for disaster? Well, I mean, you don't like it anyway. Uh, to be fair, but I think for the game against Cardiff, that wasn't what <laughs> I don't think that was what any. Huddersfield Town fan would have uh, would have really wanted to see. Well, some of them would, but not the not the right ones. Well, let let's face it. Is do you agree with my opinion, or have you got something else to say about it? Mooney, big 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 fella. Yeah. Central. Yeah, sounds good. But actually, his work rate and his well is not tough enough against Sean Morrison. Seems a pretty pointless position to to play him. Bakuna doesn't play wide left should probably be brought on as a substitute and Elias Kachunga well probably shouldn't be playing football <laughs> I mean Kachunga I think more from a, from a we'll go for a more technical let's, uh, all right okay let's go for thing. more technical technically not good enough but puts the work in yes. but attacking wise he needed a leader it seemed that day and none of them three were going to do that no well he's not exactly a, a strong player is no. Kachunga either um, and he does does have a bit of a, mm, a bit of a ten. I won't say a tendency. Sometimes it goes down a bit soft. Um, soft. Yeah. It's embarrassing it the is. way he goes down because he goes down embarrassingly like he's been hurt, and then track back, tackle someone the wrong way, give away a stupid foul in a silly area, and then complain that the player's gone down easy. Yeah. Yeah. 
to be fair, that happens. That's a lot of football. I know it happens these days. a lot of footballers, but it's frustrating to see because um, I don't think Huddersfield Town have ever really been a club like that. No, they, they, no, they, they haven't. They don't like to see their own players dive. They don't like to to see opposite players dives. Obviously, and it started with Van Lepara, didn't it? All this it, sort it of did. stuff, yeah. and that were that were getting to a lot of fans that Van Lepara was doing it, mm. and it's still carrying on with Kachunga. Yeah, how do you cut it out? Oof. I don't know. It's it's up to the managers, I think. Um, maybe fine him if if we see you do get it. Get rid. Maybe get rid. Yeah, but I, th- I think it needs to be. They need to keep him to in a way throw the bucket. Um, well, not not just Kajunga. To be fair, other players that that do do such things. Oh yeah, if, a lot of players get, do. If you get caught doing it, just internally, just like we don't want that at our football club. I think just the way he does it though, it's he's. Mm. It's just too much. It really, you, you know, he's diving. Yeah, you can see it the way he moves and the way he falls. It's it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Um. That that front uh, three left. Um. Emil Smith Rowe as your your main attacking player. It's <laughs> too much weight on a young it, boy's shoulder. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, because he he was the only one that was really gonna get a in terms of an attacking sense get some sort of job done but there was there was nothing he could really do because it is brilliant it's, it's alright having having this young lad coming who's never played first team football properly before mm. um, asking him to do everything having Bakuna out left who probably weren't interested um, being there out wide left Mooney is not going to move for him and Kachunguru loses the ball most of the time it, it just must have been so hard for him. I know I wouldn't have wanted to be in Emil Smith Rowe's position that day. No. To to be fair to to Kuchunga, he did make a fair bit of space to be you know to have. He did give an outlet for the midfielders more than than uh, more than Mounier did. That that, that didn't surprise me though. M- Mounier just got lost uh, because get, two two big centre backs just played him out of the game. They yeah, doing I think it gets to the point though with Kachunga, because he runs around that lot. He does, Danny. He does create that space, yeah. but you you don't want to pass to him because you think if I pass to him, what's the chance of him losing it? And then I'm going to have to track back for him, or he's going to lose it, track back, give away a foul in a stupid area. Mm. So I'm going to have to go back and defend. Yeah, but they're not. Gonna I be, think they're not going to be thinking that it's. I'd, I I I would. Well, I know you would because you don't like him. No, well, and but if this, I were playing this, football this with somebody, anyone and I didn't trust them, I would find it harder to pass to them. Yeah, but how do you know that these players don't trust him? You because can tell. He, he, has, he has put a system in, he's even scored recently. I'm not singing and dancing, saying he's amazing, but he has done some things right recently. So, will they, will they distrust him? Yeah. You think they will? It's because I think they no. I, gen- I, I think that's your bias. No, though. I don't think it is. I just generally think that's the way football is. Sometimes I, I think that if the players didn't trust him, he wouldn't get played. They would find somebody else for his position. He he keeps getting in that. There's no one he else keeps in getting that in position, the squad. though, is there? Well, they would sort of do what they do with Grant: play somebody out of position to get somebody in there. Because otherwise, he's the best player in that position, and there's a reason that he's there. He's in that position because he works hard. Yeah, so there's a reason that he's there. But not technically. But if they didn't trust him, they wouldn't play him there. They trust him because of his, his workload that he does, <laughs> because of how much he, how much he runs, not because of his technical ability. Yeah, I'm not saying that he's got technical ability, but... He's trusted, in, he's trusted in, the, in how much he runs for the side. Yes. That's what he's trusted in. But at the same time, you can't have somebody in your team that the players don't want to pass to, that don't want to play with. 
because that just would not work. It's pointless. I think if he was free and he had no one around him, I'd pass to him. Yeah. But I'd struggle to pass to him if there were players there. Okay. Because even when I play football, I'll take the ball whenever. I'd rather take the ball on when I've got three players around me because they'll be confused of who's going to tackle me. And I find that a lot easier rather than a one-on-one situation. It's just because they, the defenders, they get confused of what's going on. And also, if you if you trust someone, if you had a player, Mark, and you and I trusted you to do exactly what I want you to do, is first touch back, to pass to me, is that can that can take players away, it can change dynamics and shape and, and space of a game. And I'd, I think I'd struggle to do that with Kachunga unless I knew he was going to give it straight back mm. in that one touch to create the space. I think that's what I'm coming on to. If you had the space, yeah. then yeah, I'm going to find him. He's, he, you know, Sorry, Danny. It's all good. Uh, I think I got away. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, I'm going to pass it to him because he's got that space, but I think I'd be worried if he had a few players around him that he might just get, his touch might let him down, he might just get tackled very easily or fall over very easily. I think that's what I'm coming to in a sense. I think it's hard to trust your players sometimes. At the same time, though, I definitely think that you just have a, a massive bias against him because he does do good things, but you don't see him do good things. <laughs> That's the thing. When he does something bad, it's five times worse than what it actually is, but when he does something good, you don't see it What's last thing is it good? I don't know because I, I haven't watched <laughs> in a while. But you know, you know what I mean? It could be something small, something insignificant, but... It's it's still a good thing that he's done, but you won't see it because but you're that biased. Yeah, but we him. should not be looking out for the good thing he does, like once yeah, but in a blue moon. You're constant, I'm not saying it's once in a blue moon because he will do it quite often. No, it doesn't. Put a cross in for a goal. Wow, he scored a goal that he headed directly at where the keeper was, <laughs> and it was it just happened to be that the keeper moved out of the way, but he Luckily. scored a goal. He got it Luckily. on target. He doesn't normally do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is. <laughs> Is he has done things good and he is somehow getting in that team. He gets in the team because of his work rate, nothing else, I'm sorry. Anyway, next week on the Kane Hall, Kachunga and Munier show. <laughs> we, <laughs> if, if, they, if these two don't play against Derby, we will have nothing to talk about next week. <laughs> we need them in the team to have a show. I think Andy King's going to start tomorrow. Andy King, fair play. I think he I think he should, I think he has done, what is he, QPR? Thinking, I can't remember. Leicester. Was it? No, no, he played against Coupier. Well, he's played against them all, he's come off the bench. Yeah. I think Chris Willock That's might have a stuff. start as well. Yeah. That'd be good to see. Bakuna yeah. on bench. Uh, come on, come on as a super sub like he has been doing as recently. an impact player that's, no, where that's, that's, that's his strength yeah that's what he did earlier in the season that's his strength and, uh, and somewhat single-handedly got Huddersfield Town out of there he's got a few points Huddersfield yeah. coming off the bench and he's done well when he's done that I think when he starts it's just too much for him I think his concentration levels out there mm. chat box what do you think, think about Kachunga uh, and Mounier as a, as a pair on the Huddersfield Town pitch Um Danny, quiz question time. Come on, what is it? It's I've gone for a bit of a a, a more guessable one okay. uh, this week. Yeah. Um, so, which was the first African nation to play in a World Cup? Oh. I do have a a couple of hints, but I don't think they're necessarily great hints. <laughs> you don't think they're great hints? No, not really. I can tell you the year that what? that this happened. That. 
the first qualified. Okay, go on. Tell us the it, year. It was in 1934. 1934? Yes. So the so that second, was a long time ago yeah, then. The second World Cup. Because I was thinking it might have been more like... Um, well, after 1934, there wasn't another African nation until 1966. 66? Yeah, so that's a long, long time in between. Ooh. See, my who I thought was gone out of the question, so I'll have to have a good think of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> first African nation first, to be in a World Cup. First African nation to be in a World Cup. Chat box. Get involved with that one. So we're going to move on to Lee's Danny. What is going on? They got away with one on uh, on Tuesday night because I think if they lost that, it would have been a case sinking into playoffs, and I don't think they'd have got back out. That 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 famous phrase is becoming more relatable at the minute, isn't it? <laughs> you know what phrase it, I'm talking about? Is it the phrase or the song that you're talking about? That leads are falling apart. It's the the Joy Division song that has been been rightly uh, it, rightly taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good for them. It's I watched yeah. I watched the game against Brentford and um Bamford was just way off. Mm. Bamford was just nowhere near the ball any point. When you try to create a chance, you you get as a stat, you get a chance created because something's happened from it. Yeah. There would have been loads of chances created for Leeds. If Banford was awake, he just seemed two steps behind everything. And watching Ailing cross balls and Alioski or whoever were crossing balls, Dallas or whoever, Banford was two steps behind everything. I could I couldn't believe it. He was just just way off. Yeah. It just seemed as if Leeds were panicking. Don't get me wrong, Brentford are a very good side, aren't they? Oh yeah, absolutely they are. Um, I think well the, the Brentford goal come from a from an error at the back, and uh, I believe the uh, the Leeds goal came from a corner, which again was a was a goalkeeper error. So, so <laughs> it both, was a both, massive goalkeeping error. But both goals were were errors, so it should really have been nil nil. Um, but I think with Brentford going uh, in front to begin with, Leeds got away with it by getting that equaliser and not yeah. letting Brentford win it in the end. And um, for Brentford, it's uh, two points dropped and one point game for Leeds. Definitely so, but but Leeds shouldn't really, with the way that they play and the team that they have, they shouldn't be in a position where they're looking at got a draw, we got away with that. That's a, that's a good point. They should be going, uh, yeah, really, we should have won that. You, you, you're you're so right though, Danny. Yeah. You're so right. This should they sh- look late, the last five games. They've won one. Yeah. And that that was in a way a lucky one as well. Very three, lucky three one. Three two turnaround against Millwall. So table wise, <laughs> West Brom a first, sixty two points. Leeds United a second, on fifty six points and seventeen plus goal difference. Fulham, they are third, on fifty six points and fourteen plus goal difference. Brentford are. Uh, they're fourth. They're fifty-four points and twenty-seven goal difference. Nottingham Forest fifty-four points in fifth on twelve goal difference. Oh, it's I tell you what, even seventh is Bristol City. Preston and just above them in sixth. They're on fifty-three points. Leeds might not even get in the playoffs at this rate. I know Br- Bristol City. How many points are they on? Fifty-three. Fifty-three. So they can catch Leeds United this weekend. Yeah, Cardiff from forty-nine. 
Oh dear. It's, it's not it's not looking good, especially when you think of before Christmas when there were them and West Brom were eleven points in front of everyone and it just looked like the, the race was over. So for it for it to get to this point where I mean I I, I don't know what all the, the fixtures are, but Leeds could very well end up either sixth or seventh after this this weekend's fixtures. And they've got Bristol City. And it could be because of Bristol City they've playing. Got Bristol City. If Bristol City beat them, then that, that could end up knocking them down to seventh if all the other team wins. Granted, they're not playing each other. So it's it's kind of... This is it. It's It's got to happen. The, so, uh, the, run, the good run needs to start now. They've got, they've got Bristol City, Cardiff, Fulham... And that's about it, really, left to play with the challenge for at the top of there. Yeah. So there's some big, there's some big points there to be won. Yeah, definitely so. And they've got the ability to do it. It's whether they can. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> can they actually do it, though? Because, mm. I mean, none, none of the, the chasing pack have necessarily been, like, on fire. They, they have still been dropping points in, in weird places. So the, the fact that Leeds United haven't been able to to sort of keep enough points to stay to, to stay clear of them is is kind of showing it's showing have they become like an average team yeah possibly do you want to know what Fulham's remaining big fixtures are go for it Preston Bristol City Brentford Leeds they're all in a row yeah <laughs> QPR which doesn't sit on paper no. table don't it's, it's a, a London. Skin. It's a London derby. Yeah. Forest, Cardiff, West Brom, oh, wow. and Chef Wednesday. Wow. Fulham so got Fulham a really got it, tough. Got it to do. Really tough running. Brentford, big games. They've got Cardiff, Fulham, obviously. West Brom, um, Charlton's obviously London derby. Preston. I tell you what, Leeds have got a really good running compared to the rest of these. Yeah, in, in comparison, yeah, because it seems that that the the results that they've had recently, the majority have been against teams that are in and around them. Which again, you're expecting them to at least win one or two of them to, you know, to keep them in the mix at the top. But they've not done that. They've, they, not, done they've it. not done it. The only one they've beaten, as we've said, Millwall, who are looking for a playoff spot. Uh, they are up there looking in that sort of general area but that those I mean it's good that they're beating them but that's not the team they need to beat they need oh. to beat a team like Brentford who's chasing them down just you know listen you are good but you're not good enough to be where we are but that's not happening no, they, they need a pookie from last season somebody who's going to score a I great amount of exactly, goals exactly you're just so spot on there they need a player who's got that ability to go yeah. and score them goals and that's that's surely what the hope is what Augustine is but then Jean Jean yeah but Jean Kevin Augustine what a name I great name that. but they're not playing him no. Why don't they just play him? Why don't they start him? Give him a good 45 minutes. Do what you can, son. Get us some goals and then we'll bring Bamford on. Yeah. Rather than playing for the last 20 minutes. What's the point in that when Bamford's already done the damage by not even doing anything at top? Yeah. Because, I mean, Bamford might even be in somewhat an impact player. When the other team's a little bit more tired, maybe you can actually have, you know, if he comes on with fresh legs, he might have a bit more impact. He might do. They need to stop playing wingers as well, all over the place. 
don't they? It just seems to me that they play wingers wherever they can. Yeah. Is it is that just to get some flair or I don't I just don't understand. Uh, obviously, it doesn't help with Adam Forshaw has been sent for surgery now on his hip. He's been struggling with that all season. But what if Phillips is is suspended again or if he gets injured? And Click's not always on point. No, he has on and off games. Yeah, well, he's one of those players when he has a, a good game, he is top quality. But when he's not there, it's, it's Hernandez is knocking on. Okay, he's better in the centre now because he is older, but mainly he was a winger. Yeah. And then they start Jack Harrison, Elder Costa, um, Dallas, and he sometimes starts at fullback, and Eliaska starts at fullback. Um, it's just it just confuses me. There's, there's not. I don't think there's much squad depth though at Leeds. He's, he's got the players got that he likes. Yeah, he's got a small squad. Th- this is what they are, and then the interchangeable players are, are the ones, as you said, like wingers and and stuff like that. It, yeah, it just confuses me. I will mention, Danny, we've had a couple of um, answers on the chat box already, good. including it's, your love, Helen. It's all good. Helen it's better, has better put, than last week. is it Cameroon? Uh, and I think it is Mike Robb has put Egypt. So just remember, guys, you have got three answers on the chat box, so keep them coming if you've got them. Uh, we are going to move on to Bradford City now, who are playing Cambridge away. 51 points in the league, Danny. They seem to have got a bit of heart back, aren't yeah. they, under the new manager? Yeah. Well, um, we picked up, what did you say last week? Yeah. Last week we said, how many points do Bradford need out of the next two games? Four. We said four. They needed four. What did they get? They got four. They got four. Yes. But, Stuart McCall's, I mean, it's good. Yeah. But it's still too early to say that anything amazing's happened to me that says that uh, the manager lost the dressing room okay that to me that says the old manager lost the dressing room for the for the for Stuart McCall to come in get four points from a squad that lost loads of players in the transfer window and didn't really bring anybody in apart from uh, Lee Novak and a couple of other lads yes he the dressing room was clearly lost by the old manager true but let's not forget they are, that the beat Stevenage 3-1 who fair enough they, they drew away their place earlier on in the season but Stevenage are near the bottom of the table they're looking sort of to survive this season more than anything else and yeah, a, a, the- a place like Bradford is always going to be tough for a team like that to come to they did draw at home to Grimsby and I know Grimsby are in a bit of a revival under uh, under Old Holloway so that is a good result but let's I mean I don't <laughs> I don't want to take anything away from Bradford because good four points are great four points, uh, in fact. But let's—I I wouldn't start getting the confetti out and you know the marching up the table parade just yet. Just yet. Just yet. But it is positive signs. To, they just need to keep on with it. To me, it's positive signs because they—they'd have struggled against Stevenage. I—I I think under Boya. Potentially. Yeah, I think sometimes you just to to me he lost the dressing room and players weren't playing for him, and just the just the change yeah. of manager has just lifted, just lifted the spirits of everyone. Yeah, and that goes a long way. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. I mean, looking looking at Boyer's um, fixtures in in sort of like January, um, I think he was given an, a bit of a hard time probably before that 
when he was picking up enough points to be in the promotion places and, and be looking at the automatics as well. But then something did seem to happen. Go, losing 3-0 away at Mansfield, it's not great, it's not what you want for a team, but you can you can take it once, even as a top team, of it just wasn't our day. But then when it happened again yeah. at Oldham, I think that's alarm bells, that's where it's gone wrong. But obviously something's, something's happened behind the scenes because after that, fired McCall in. So it does look like maybe after the Mansfield result, they did think, oh, something's not right here. Can I ask you a question? Well, there's going to be a couple of questions. Of course. It's a question of who is the bigger club. All right. Swindon or Bradford? Oh, it's got to be Bradford, hasn't it? It's I'd say Bradford. Bradford. Who is the bigger club? Crew. Or Bradford? Bradford. Who was a bigger club? Exeter or Bradford? Bradford. Plymouth or Bradford? Bradford. Colchester or Bradford? Bradford. I know where you're going with this. It's Bradford. Bradford North. are the biggest club in that league. And, hold on, Northampton or Bradford? Bradford. Cheltenham or Bradford? Bradford. All them clubs are above Bradford? Yes. Okay. And then that's another thing. Bradford are the biggest club in that league. I would say... Um. I can't see anybody else in there really that competes with them. Maybe Swindon. S- yeah. They're probably the closest. Sw- Plymouth. Exeter, are, yeah. are, well, Exeter are well-established League the, 2. Yeah, they're, they're more sort of like in, in that area. They are a big... Like Swindon have had stints in League 1. Yeah. They've been in the, uh, the League above. I know where you go. Port Vale, Crew. You know, there is the roundabouts there, but yeah. most recent... Bradford are the biggest club in that league, in in my opinion. Yes, I'd agree. And for for Boyer to not be, to not have Bradford at least in that top four at mm. this moment in time says a lot to me. That's where he needed to be. Yeah. He needed to be in that top one. It, uh, to an extent, but it doesn't always work no, out like that. To an extent, but that's that's what the board and the chairman and all the fans would have wanted from Bradford going down mm. and signing some of the signings that they did make in the summer yes. who clearly may not have worked or have worked but maybe not under him um, so that's why I just think this this re- rejoice rejoice rejuvenation rejuvenation that's a good is, word is that what you're going for I think something like of, that of Bradford with the two recent results yeah yes. and the new manager yeah could be revival revival rejuvenation mm, something yeah. like that something like that you, you're better with words um, so I'll leave the words to <laughs> I, you I am the words man <laughs> you are the words man Um <laughs> I just think Bradford needed to be a lot higher in the table than they are. Okay, they are eighth, but they are outside the playoffs. Yes, which not good enough, is it? No, no. But but the uh, around about like the beginning of January and December, they were like fourth. No, I think they were a bit lower. They were they were, they were fourth, fourth, fifth. <laughs> they were in there, but Six. they, they were they, they weren't too far away from third place. They weren't too far away from the automatics. Yes, it wasn't great. I don't. I don't think the football were that great either. But they kept picking up the points, and I think that's what they wanted was the points. As soon as they started slipping a little bit further down, I think that's when the alarm bell started to ring, and then the results came in. The three 0 at Mansfield, as I say, can be forgiven. Once, once in a in a season, it's you have a bad day. Yeah, it's fine. It, it happens for all the teams it hasn't happened for Liverpool yet but I think that's just a special case yeah very special <laughs> unless that draw is their bad day <laughs> and they're just going to go be, and win know, every game it, it could, could be. be 
Did he die? I don't. I, can't, I don't fancy any team to stop him. I don't either. But, but anyway, what it, I would say about Bradford though? Yes. Um, there was some picture comparisons of when Boy was in charge of Bradford City Stadium, their cup mm. in quotation marks, compared to their cup when Stuart McCall arrived back in town. It was full. It's a massive lift, is that? Yes. It's bringing that... That was always going to happen, though, with somebody like Of course, McCall. of course it has. And and that's what's clever about... The, oh, they're the, the bringing him back, They're bringing yeah. him back. Definitely so, because he is a club legend for what, for what he's it done. It brings bums to seats, and yes. it brings spirit up around fans as well as players, and it's been a, a good appointment for Bradford. Um, we'll see what their long-term plan is. Obviously, uh, he's employed... Um, in quotation marks again because it's football is employed till the end of next season so it's whether they're planning to bring someone else in after that or what goes happen on there or bring someone in sack him after a while bring McCall in and see what happens <laughs> there who knows Danny but we're going to move on to Halifax who are playing Sutton at home this weekend mm. this is a this is a game that the, the, the they should be winning for, for where they are in the table Um I, I, don't really know where Sutton are to be fair I don't think they're a bad team but I don't think they're a great team so mid-table mid-table mid, mid yeah. Sutton yeah mid-table so you know, they're a well-established uh, conference side as well yeah but Halifax's recent run you've I mean, apart from the excluding the, the cup game the cup game it's a cup game which <laughs> they only made two changes for hmm again I think Hale's owner in the league below as well I think yeah as well so. yeah but you know what it's a cup game. It's a cup game. It They've got bigger fish to fry at the minute. Definitely. Okay, it would have been great for them to go down to Wembley in a, in a cup, but the way they've been playing recently, the way the, uh, the position that they're in in the league, they need to stick to that. Yeah. They need to stick to the league at the minute. We were giving some sticker, well, I was giving them a, some sticker the other month or so because they weren't playing as well as they should have been. Yes. Or they had been, and now they've sort of got that form back, Danny. And they've they've put themselves in a decent position okay they can be caught up they'll probably struggle to catch Barrow up but mm. Harrogate uh, they're doable they can get there but oh, Harrogate yeah. are a good side as well um, true but I think they only got promoted were it this season they got promoted in the league yes it is yeah. so, so they're excelling quite a lot uh, yeah Harrogate, they've got they've got fair. they've got the cash though aren't they in Harrogate yeah. well yeah true yeah. they've got cash up there haven't they so that's what's probably getting pumped into Harrogate <laughs> all the posh people from there yeah, I wonder what their uh, what their prices are. Actually, thinking about it, what for tickets? I wonder if it's quite expensive because of. Uh, I think it's about twenty quid. Is it? That's, yeah. quite, that's quite. I would say that's quite expensive for non-league. I'm pretty sure we've looked into Halifax tickets recently, yeah. and they were around that as <laughs> yeah. well. I've played on the ground uh, at Harrogate. It's oh, a 4G right. ground. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a slope on it. It's a nice. It's really compact little ground. It's just off the main one of the main roads into Harrogate. There's nowhere to park at all. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there were car parks. I took a right and turn into the stadium. Nearly drove onto the 4G pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I swear down. Yeah, I've, I I've driven past the stadium a few times, and it's, it's, it's quite cool that it's, it's on the road. It's really, uh, really compact. I do enjoy playing there. But um, Halifax, they get a win. They're, they're surely going to cement themselves in the playoffs. I think. Yeah, I, th I think this is this is what they're looking at because, as you say, Barrow, uh, they're a long long way ahead. I think uh, last time we checked, it were eight points or something like that, and they had a game in hand. Um, so that's that's going to be quite a, an ask for for well all teams that are chasing, including Harrogate and uh, teams like Notts County and, and such that I think are in there. Um, but Halifax, just as you said, they need to just keep the points coming through. 
and just stay at least where they are. If near the end of the season they are up there near where Barrow are, where Barrow are in terms of points, fantastic. But number one, keep above that dotted line. Get yourself in the playoffs. Get yourself in that lottery. You never know. You never know. I just want to give you an update on the cricket, right? Africa need three runs from two balls to win. Ooh. And that's literally just coming in now. Um, so that is so, so tight. Um, obviously, at the minute, it's 202 for five for South Africa and England set 204. Ooh. So they need three runs from two balls. It is so, so close. Obviously, we'll get you a, a full-time result on that one very, very shortly because it is nearly over there. Brighouse, they travel, Danny, away at the city of Liverpool. That'd be nice for them. That'd be a out. tough game. That I, I think the Scousers are fantastic footballers. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, they are a good side in the, in the league as well, at uh, City of Liverpool, and no doubt. I don't like to say it above Brighouse. Yeah, yeah. I think they've got some quality of uh, City of Liverpool. Like you know, you you talk about um, areas which you know footballs just huge in, and yeah. Liverpool is football. Absolutely. The Scousers are fantastic. I, I, I'm surprised when you watch football, it can be any sort of league. They might do an interview with a player afterwards. Fifty percent chance they're a Scouts. Yeah. It's mad, and but they, they, you know, they live and breathe football. And um, City of Liverpool are a good side, and I think Brighouse might struggle. Yeah, I can't see him doing much to be honest. I I, I'd like to struggle. say different, but I, th- I think it's. I, I don't know. I just I don't know if there's there's a lack of motivation or, or something like that. Um, but <laughs> say, saying that though they did go to uh, to Pontefract last week and won yeah it's, it's crazy I just I don't know it's we, we honestly do not go what's going on with them at the minute do we oh there's been a wicket in the cricket no um, Petorius has been LBW'd by Curran so that's 202 for 6 Africa need Three runs from the final ball. Oh, that's so close. I wish we were watching it. Uh, Danny, we're going to move on very quickly. Uh, Liberty's there away. Eccles Hill United on the 19th. Is that the Wednesday or the uh, Tuesday? Tu- Tuesday? Come on, Danny. You should know this. Sure, it's the Wednesday. It is the Wednesday. It's the Wednesday. Oh, that's if it's on. Yeah. They could, do we, they could do we getting a win. Yeah. We were looking at the table earlier, the fourth. Yeah. Um, points are they, being they could separate. do with just playing a game because yeah, they, they, they seem to be missing out a lot it's going to be a very congested uh, congested April and May for, uh, for Liberty I think if it carries on I think you're right but they definitely need to play a game soon the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio right Danny quiz question time so we've got Cameroon and Egypt I'm going to go for oh, Senegal for Senegal we have got a right answer it's not me it's not your it's it's Egypt. Egypt. They, they are correct, yeah. Egypt. Very yeah, good. Yeah, to be fair, that probably would have been my second guess, but I wanted to be different, okay. obviously. Okay. So, right, Danny, let's get on with our our little game, because we're running out of time. We've yeah, still yeah, got we've, rugby league and darts to go through, because Helen's asked a question on rugby, which I not answered yet. <laughs> we've gone on. So, we had Ben last week. We've got his scores as well. Uh, Huddersfield versus QPR. 2-0 was the score. Somebody did say 2-0, and it was you. Yeah. 30 points for Kane. I went 1-0. Ben went for the draw. Ten for me, none for Ben. Forest versus Leeds. We went draw, we went draw. Leeds for Ben. 
2-0 it actually was, so nobody got any points. Fair for Forest, I should say. Bradford was one all, nobody got the draw, no points. Halifax, everybody went for, they lost 1-0, no points. <laughs> everybody went against Brighouse, <laughs> Brighouse won. Obviously. No points. <laughs> Liversidge, everybody went for a win. Oh, no, we didn't. Me and you went for a win, Ben went for the draw, he went 2-2. Oh. He went one all. Does it? It went. It was one all. It was. So yeah. he, he doesn't know Lucas. He gets it fifteen just a guess. points for that. We just guess. <laughs> uh, I've got written here Peniston Church. That was postponed. Nobody gets any points. Brentford versus Leeds. One all draw. Nobody went for the draw. Surprising. Really? No, that is surprising, though, isn't it? I think everybody went for Brentford. Yeah, I think they did, didn't they? Finally, a game where we got a score: Brentford versus Stevenage. You went two 0 so that means you'll get fifteen. Yes. It was 3-1. Oh, you I said 3-1, didn't you? I went 3-0. So oh, I only get 10 points. I get 5 on you. And 2-1 uh, for Ben, so he gets 10 points as well. Huddersfield versus Cardiff. Surprisingly, nobody got right. Nobody went for Cardiff. No. Uh, ben went for the 1-0 win. I went for the 1-0 win. You went for the 2-all draw. So you got 45. Yes. I got 20. Ben got 25. So well, I, was, I was the worst performer last week. I don't think Ben will catch me up anyway, Lee. No, no. Or Kurt will. <laughs> so it's 890 for me and 740 for you. So okay. that's a 150 point difference. Oh, okay. But you've gained 25. I've gained 20. I'm slow. So the we, season's not over yet. You're getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> we'll start with Derby versus Huddersfield. Oh, it's going to be oh, 2 1 Derby, Wayne Rooney. Absolutely oh, well the other free Derby. kick in the 85th minute. I think it's going to be a score draw. I'm. Gonna go two all, two, two all, a, two a piece. I don't know why. Ooh, I don't know why either. That's that's yeah. Why not? Strange. Kuchung got a score too. <laughs> <laughs> Leeds versus Bristol City. Oh god! Again, it's hard. This Naki Wells is on fire. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna Leeds have to win this one. Yeah. Um, one nil. Ooh, one nil. I fancy. I back Bristol City to get a goal at least. I don't think I can go with Leeds. I think I might have to go for another draw. Okay, go for it then. I'm going to go one apiece. In your own time. One apiece. <laughs> Cambridge versus Bradford. Oh, Bradford again. There's 2-0. Two it's 2-0. Two 2-0, nil. Two nil, yeah. I like that. There's a lot of backing for his, for his West Ham. Oh, and sides. England have won the T20 game, by the way, by, two, by two points. Oh, by so two runs, yeah. managed to get it. Yeah. Well done. Uh, I'm going to go for 2-1 to Bradford, because why not? Uh, Halifax versus Sutton United. I'm going to go for a big score for Halifax. I am think they're going to get four. Four? I'm going to go 4-1. Let's let someone get a goal. 2-0. 2-0 nil. Two nil to Halifax. Two nil. Yeah, to Halifax. City of Liverpool versus Brighouse. Uh, City of Liverpool, 1-0. 1-0. Uh, because Brighouse won last week, let's go for Brighouse. I'm going to go 1-0 for Brighouse. So I'm going to go for the opposite score. See, this is where we could be picking up points against each other. Maybe so. Uh, and finally, Eccles Hill versus Liversidge. I'm going to say postponed. I'm going to say postponed as well. And do I get 50 <laughs> points for that? <laughs> Liversidge are going to win that 1-3-1. One, 3-1, three, one. Three, one, very good. I am going to go for the 4-2 again. Obviously. Why not? I, I, I should have seen that one coming, I've got, shouldn't I? I've got my favourite scores now, so I I'm going to stick with them. Is that it? 
that's it. That's all we've got for this week. Lovely. For the the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Helen, do I think the games are going to be on this weekend? Um, I'd like to think so, because me and Danny are going to be commentating on the Bradford Bulls game at the Tetley Stadium on Sunday. I'll tell you who they're playing in a second. But um, in terms of the rugby players, I think they would want it on. It's whether it's safe um, for the, the uh, paying customers. Fans, that's the word I'm looking for. Whether the fans <laughs> can get to the game paying, and be safe. Paying customers. I couldn't think Foot of, punters. I couldn't think of word. <laughs> <in God. laughs> uh, whether it's safe enough for the fans to go there. Um, uh, Batley, they're playing Swinton at home. Batley have signed Sam uh, Bowing, Tommy, uh, Tom Lillicrop and Tyler Dupree this week. Halifax, they are playing Jewsbury, Jewsbury away, and Jewsbury have signed Matty G., and Bradford, as we will be commentating, providing the games on, they are playing Featherstone Rovers. Harry Shackleton has been included in the England National Performance Squad. He's part of the Bradford Bulls Academy. He's going to be giving it. He's going to be on a tour of the Southern Heavens Hemisphere from August to September, which is brilliant. He's only one player from the Bradford Bulls squad that has got through. And then obviously there's players from like Leeds and Saints and Warrington. So fantastic for the Bradford Bowls Academy to be producing players that are good enough to go to the England Performance Squad. Fantastic for Bradford. But yes, HWD Hospital Radio will be covering the Bradford Bulls game this weekend, Sunday at 3pm. It'll be Kane Hall and Danny Shaw on that one. Come on. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all Bulls. Just when you want a jingle to work, it done. Uh, Dart Stanny, did you watch much of the uh, Premier League last night? Nope. Well, I'll tell you the results. Rob Cross meet Nathan Aspinall 7-5. Gerwin Price and Michael Smith drew 6-all. Gary Anderson and Peter Wright drew 6-all. Daryl Gurney lost to Michael Van Gerwen 7-1. Fallon Sherrick played last night. Mm. She played Glenn Durant. What do you think the score was? Oh. Six all. It was six all, Danny. Well, good enough for getting a draw. Uh, Fallon did very, very well in a game against Glenn Durant. Who, well, Glenn Durant is so steady. He, he hits doubles for fun. He's one of the, I think, at the minute, one of the best double hitters in the game. He looks so confident and, and so comfortable doing it. It's absolutely fantastic. So that was in Nottingham last night, and which leaves Daryl Gar- Gurney at the bottom of the league with no points, a minus 17 points. Oh, Daryl, I'm so sorry for you. Um, I don't like Daryl Gurney, basically, as you can tell from that reaction. Okay. Yeah, I, nothing, I, just, I don't know why I just don't like him yeah. uh, for some reason. Next week, it's in Cardiff. And Peter Wright will be playing uh, Rob Cross. Johnny Clayton is a contender that week, obviously, because he's Welsh. And he will be playing Michael Smith. Michael Van Gerwen versus Nathan Aspinall. Daryl Gurney versus Gerwin Price. That'll be a good game, that one, actually. Glenn Durant versus Gary Anderson. Not much going on this week in the darts. It's just the Euro Tour, Danny. So that means there's 24 places for day one and 24 places for day two. There's not many big names there. But it gives a chance for the lower-ranked players to have a chance to, to earn some money to put themselves up there for television tournaments, basically. Um, so you'll see the likes of Luke Woodhouse, Luke Humphreys, Ryan Searle, uh, Scott Waits, who was a Huddersfield landcomer from, from the BDO. Playing in these events, it gives them a chance to earn some money, earn some prize money. They'll find themselves going up the rankings. It gives them a chance to be in the top 64 of the world which means more opportunity to be playing on them TV tournaments where they can lose a first round game and still earn five grand 
Which is incredible, isn't That's it? That's not bad, that. So these tournaments are so important on a weekend. Danny? I've got a bit of something for you. Oh. It's, it, you can't have forgotten. It's the Kabaddi World Cup this oh, week. Oh, I tell you what, Danny. There's someone been waiting for Kabaddi news. It's Andy has been waiting for it. He told me earlier, is there any Kabaddi news? Is there any Kabaddi news? Yeah. Even uh, <laughs> Mr. Beast, who comments sometimes on Shadbox, but early, asking me. So go on then, Danny. We've got about a minute. Here we go. England in Pool B finished fourth out of five teams. Shocking. Yes. They lost to India. They lost to Iran. They lost to Germany. Oh, no, not but to Germany. They did beat Sierra Leone. Oh, well, that's all right then. So they're out. Right, okay. So we've got England Pakistan still in and Australia. Yeah. They finished top of pool A. Okay. Top of pool B was Iran and India. Yeah. India, of course. Of, of course, yeah. So the semi finals are tomorrow. Oh. First will be. India versus Australia. Oh, that'd be a tough, big game, that. And then Pakistan versus Iran. Oh, that's a bigger game. Yeah. That is massive. We are on for an India versus Pakistan final, which seems to happen more often than not. I don't know. That, that, yeah, that's I'm not the, surprised that's the big that one. That's the, so who are you tipping then? Are you tipping? The tipping. You know what? I think Pakistan. I fancy Pakistan. Really? It's, it's in the home country. Uh, well, yeah, so home country, yeah. It's first time it's been outside India, so let's go for Pakistan this time. So, oh, what sort of players are you uh, thinking that might make the mark on the tournament? Well, the, the Pakistan players, of course. <laughs> just narrowly, Anyone in particular? Just narrowly in front of the Indian players. Anyone in particular? F- funny enough, the Indian players have uh, have been somewhat disowned. Oh, the why? Because I don't think India wanted to send a team. How come? Uh, to, because it's in Pakistan. They didn't want to send it to, 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 Kabaddi, uh, to the Kabaddi World Cup. But... They've gone anyway, so they've been somewhat disowned by their own country. Oh, that could be interesting, it's going been... back into the um, the league in India. Yeah, definitely. So I don't think it's necessarily players from the uh, from the pro Kabaddi, um, oh. but it's it's the players that have gone. Okay. Well, that wraps it up on the Kane Sports Show. See you there.